Welcome to Full Scope, a podcast of two guys in their 20s, giving their perspective on the games that we love, the headlines in pop culture, and the meaning behind it all. I'm your host, Winsor Burns, and for this episode, I wanted to give you guys a quick preview of it. Um, we're going to be reviewing No Time to Die with a, a special guest, as always, Trina Morales. Um, and, and, and for this latest Bond film, we, we get into so much about our favorite Bond actors, um, favorite, um, also also favorite Bond movie. This was just a really enjoyable discussion. My co-host was not able to be on for this one, but he'll definitely be back on for the next episode. And hope you guys enjoy this. And we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Thanks so much for being on, man. You know, I I, I got to tell Reese to like add in the Bond theme music, the the Billy Eilish <laughs> background vocals. We, we got to build it up. This, yeah. this is this is a this is a big moment. Thanks for being on, man. <laughs> oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah, absolutely. It's you know, it's fun to be able to to kind of branch out, talk some other films that we all that we all really enjoy and love, and uh, yeah, and, and Bond is definitely one of those, man. I really, I really, especially over the last few years, you know. Yes. Uh, of course, reinvented itself. Yeah, it reinvented itself and kind of brought on a whole new era of Bond. Um, but, you know, for me, you know, kind of the biggest thing with Bond was, like, with Goldeneye. I remember playing out on the, mm. the, 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 the Nintendo 64, and, like, you know, because, like, oh, if I get this golden gun, it's a wrap. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> it's over with. So, but, but yeah, man, it, it's fun to be able to kind of, like I said, branch out of kind of our normal conversations and, uh, and jump into some other movies. So this, is, this should be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And to start with the overview, No Time to Die is a 2021 uh, 2021's, uh, spy film and the 25th uh, uh, in the James Bond series produced by Ann Productions, starring Daniel Craig in his fifth and final outing as the fictional British M6 agent, James Bond. Uh, it is directed by Kiri uh, Joji uh, Fukunaga from a screenplay by Neil Purvis, Robert Wade Fukunaga, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, uh, Leah Sedoy, uh, Ben Wishaw, Naomi Harris, Jeffrey Wright, Christopher Waltz, Roy, uh, Roy Kinnear, and Ralph Phineas reprised their roles from previous films with Rami Malek, uh, Lashana Lynch, Billy uh, Magnuson, Ani Adarmas, uh, David Denzel, and uh, Dale Benzala also starring. And in this film, Bond, who has left active service with MI6, is uh, recruited by the CIA to find a kidnapped scientist, which leads to a showdown with a powerful adversary. Um, had a budget of 250 to 300 mil- 301 million and brought in 454.9 million in the box office. Also had an 80, 84% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And to start off with just what kind of your initial thoughts of this film, what did you kind of think of it as the final installment for, for the Daniel Craig era? And also just how do you feel like this, this particular Bond will be remembered? Yeah, man. So um, I think we kind of hit on this, just, just you know, what we just said. This, you know, Daniel Craig and, and the vision they carried with Bond was that um, – was that you? You got you got Braun, you got Bond brought into the 21st century. As far as like you know storytelling, as far as like you know, <coughs> excuse me, edit that out, please, editor. Thank you. Um, oh, well. <laughs> um, storytelling, as far as like technology and what he does, like you know, we we, we got a Bond series where the story went all the way through the movies. And that was really interesting, you know. Um, every other Bond we've seen has standalone films. Like, even like Pierce Bronson, he played you know, Bond for a couple of years, so with Sean Connery or whatever. And there might be hints here or there of, like, you know, definitely, like, the you know, same characters, things are congruent all the way through. But as far as, like, one storyline going all the way through, I was like, that, I mean, that's what makes Daniel Craig my favorite Bond. 
Um, mm. and, 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 and what allows him to really kind of rise to the top for me is that you were able to tell a full-on story all the way through five films uh, over a span of 15 years. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and then coming into this film, um, yeah, so I remember like, you know, see, I remember, I remember seeing Skyfall in theater because a buddy of mine asked me, goes like, oh, it's double seven. I said, sure. You know, I honestly, up until that point, I had not really kept up with the series. And you know, so I was kind of like, oh, well, what's going on here? I was kind of lost a little bit. But then once I, once I really got into it, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in. So, I'm, you know, when Spectre came out, I was there to see Spectre. And, uh, and then, you know, of course, then to, to wrap it up with No Time to Die, I was like, okay, this is, this is going to be great. And, it, and it, honestly, it, 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 it did not exceed expectations. I don't think we have any, you know, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but like, you know, you know, I don't think you should go in there expecting a Bond film to blow you away. It's just not, it's just yeah. not what it's made for, you know, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's and I not, even have to add, I even have to add, okay, this is, I don't know. If, I don't know if we need to add like a certain sound effect for this there's this is a spoiler warning so if you have not seen the film oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, pause yeah. pause right now but oh, if, yeah. like like once i once i left the film with my family um they it, it was knowing that that was like literally so so bond dies at the end and knowing that like that was the end end for him like i i enjoyed the movie thoroughly but for yeah. them they they just were still talking the fact like i can't believe bond's dead like and, right. and, and that, that, that that's one of those things because you have expectations for a Bond film and what you usually see that if you come in with pre just conceived expectations, it, it, you're going to be disappointed. Right. Totally. Yeah. Because it's not. It, it's it, like you you're never going to see a Bond film win best like you know best screenplay or you know best actress no. best actor. No, I mean you, know, you make it something like visual effects or like makeup. Now Skyfall. Or, or, now, now Skyfall had some amazing visuals though. And that is probably like the top one in terms of visuals. Exactly. And that's also, that's also a byproduct of, of, a, you know, of a director being a little more mature with how, because mm-hmm. see, what was Skyfall, was that Mendes, Sam Mendes? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and, and Sam Mendes is a, is a very thoughtful, mature director. I mean, if you look at any of his other works, especially 1917, just a phenomenal film. And he, but he has that way of kind of bringing you in like with an emotion behind it but mm-hmm. and that's what daniel craig's bond does he kind of brings this emotion to it that we've not seen from other james bond you know he's not just a, because I mean, bond is usually as just a simplified character we, we uh, just uh, you know just stoic right. and you know exactly yeah yeah goofy. With, with, yeah with, with goofy with no emotion you know a womanizer mm-hmm. and, and we still mm-hmm. see that with daniel craig yeah but there's definitely a turn that takes place in these right. in, in, in his movies and we and we see it come to a conclusion here um, in this film, when you know we, we see some of these these storylines come together, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty fantastic!" And I really like, you know, it, it, it brings right. the humanity to Bond that that should be there. You know, it, it, it doesn't have to be this square the entire time. He could actually be a human being. Absolutely. And, and now getting into our first topic from one to four stars, what would you give it? Um, for, for me personally, I would give it three. As I think the story works well enough for an action film which is a lot more hard and soul than, than is usual in this series. And um, the critique I, I would have of this is that, you know, in terms of the backstories, I feel like some of the characters are, are less than clear. You know, we, we were mentioning like like a, about a week ago the, the uh, Anna, Anna de Armas with, 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 with the part she was in. It kind of felt as though yeah. it was just like a quick run through, but there was like no purpose to it. And it just, Absolutely. you know, she, she's obviously an amazing actress, but I feel like this particular role for her was just 
it, it, it kind of was just, the, the, it was an unquestioned, kind of unclear state of like why she was in it. But in terms of uh, your rating for one or four stars, uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I give it a three as well, too. Um, if, if I was to, um, if, if I'm thinking in light of like the Daniel Craig films, I put it right there in the middle of everything. Um, yeah. as far as, as far as this movie goes, um, would and, you, you know, say like, Skyfall and Casino Royale are your top two? Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and I think, and I think, you know, I think there are people, I have some friends who would flip that and say it would be Casino yeah. Royale and Skyfall. One, one, eight. Right. Right. Yeah. But, but for me, it's the antagonist that drives Skyfall to the top for me. Uh, because yes. you, you, you really get somebody who breaks Bond down mentally and kind of strips away everything that he's known as far as comfort wise. And so that is, that's what makes it kind of go to the top for me. Um, and, and I think that if we, if we could have seen more of Le Chief and actually had him in, in more films, he very well could have been, you know, the, the better of the two. Um, mm-hmm. But, but, but in this sense, yeah, I do think that it, it, it lands on the three, you know, as far as like, you know, nothing, nothing in this film, like, you know, blew me away. Nothing we haven't seen from Bond before. You know, right. whether it be, you know, utilizing his car as an escape, uh, which was, was a pretty fantastic scene. Um, the hand-to-hand Still combat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the hand-to-hand combat, everything yeah. that he does, like, like nothing, nothing was like, oh, this is, this is crazy. Um, right. it, 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 even Rami Malek, like, you know, it, like I was a little disappointed. I, I was a little disappointed with, with, yeah. with, with Rami Malek. I actually yeah, was because yeah. I was when I saw he was in it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is about to like blow me away, and right. it, just, it just didn't do that for me. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 but you know, I, I almost wondered that well into whether that was a, that was a key purpose of what they did. Like, you know, like it, right. just thinking out loud, like, what was their point not to make these these individuals? The, the sole purpose of the film, you know, was it more about, about Bond, you know, trying to find life outside of what he had known. Um, and, but, but, but I agree with you though, you know, like, I mean, because they started promoting this like about a year and a half ago, you know, Ana de Amas was all over, you know, everything. And it's like, she's in the film, spoiler alert, for like 15 minutes. That's it. Yeah, and it's like okay, it, it was an, it was an appetizer of of a, of a performance for her. It, it just was a quick totally. run through, in and out, keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, I, in, in that sense, and I think I shared this with you when we, after I saw the film. I would have much rather you just kind of give that spotlight to the to the new 007. Like let her kind yeah. of show off and do what she wants to do. She like, needed in, that in more. Place. Right, exactly. Like it, develop her character, allow her to come to life. Um, don't you know? Like don't just for the sake of a story you know, cram this character in there just to make it feel right. Um, but, uh, but obviously, you know, if we're talking about the ranking of films or whatever, you know, like it, 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 it definitely, like it definitely ranks better than me than Spectre. I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You know, I thought Spectre I, might I be a three, 3B. Yeah, Spectre's a three. Yeah. Uh, Quantum yeah, of Solace yeah. is, is the worst Daniel Craig right. on ever i just i cannot i cannot stand that film it's so short it's not really thought (laughs) out um yeah it has again it has moments but again it's like what what was the purpose of this girl the whole time in quantum of silence i don't get it but 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 anyway yeah no time to die yeah i give it a three Three i think it's you know it's it's a solid film it's you know it's not going to wow you it's not going to amaze you 
but also very too, long, very long, it, by the way. It, 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 it is very long. <laughs> um, but if you if you have watched or followed James Bond for any amount of time, you should obviously know what you're getting. You should obviously know what you get yourself into when you go to that theater or when you pop yeah. it on the TV, whatever. Like you should know what you're getting yourself into. Absolutely. Um, and I was transitioning to favorite character. Um, I would go with Felix because you know him being mm, Bond's mm, trusted mm. ally, which is was played out until the very end of his role. You know, he also brings in just the first major emotional impact in this film with his with his death scene that makes this one of the darkest Bond movies. And obviously, like he's not in, in the film for the, for for the entire um for for, for for the entire nature of it. But I really feel as though he brought even from from the jump. Um, from the first time he was in the Bond series, he just added th- this necessary element to it and depth um, uh, t- to really just coalesce with Bond's character. But who would kind of be your particular favorite character? Yeah, I, I think Felix is right there, man. Again, you know, yeah. and, this, and this is what makes the Daniel Craig films stand up above all others. Yes. Again, again, yes, the other the other Bonds do have these characters to carry over all the way through the films that, that these actors are a part of. But Felix had an emotional tie to Bond straight up from Casino Royale. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was there all the way through. So it was important that either this relationship continued to flourish or it came to a close in a way that, you know, that was you know, influential to either one of these characters. And it was, you know, for Bond to lose Felix you know, not just as a source of the CIA, but just as a confidant, right. somebody he can kind of, you know, relate to, you know, it, 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 that really struck a nerve with Bond. That was, like I said, you said it, it was a very emotional moment to, to lose that character from the storyline was like, oh man, like, you know, like Bond's basically on his own now. You know, he has nobody else to- That's how it felt. I mean, and yeah. that was the reality of it. Like Bond knew like, you know, this is it. Like, 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 like this is really it in terms of somebody that I, I needed to be on my side. Yeah, exactly. No doubt about that, man. So, uh, so Felix was definitely there. Um, you, you know, I, I, as far as characters go, I think this time around, you know, like this new Q we've had uh, who got introduced in Skyfall has been really, you know, I, I thought he was really clever, really sleek, and really like brought some kind of humor to the storyline. Like this yes. time around, he, he felt a little forced. He didn't feel as mm. natural as he yeah. has in the past. So, um, but, um, but yeah, but definitely Felix stands out above all the others. Um, and, uh, just because again, the, the emotional tie and the, the impact it has on the story really kind of drives that. Absolutely. And, and actually, I think the most memorable scenes, um, I had, uh, opera chef being kidnapped, um, Logan mm-hmm. Ash's, uh, betrayal, Bond and, uh, Paloma interrupting a Spectre meeting, uh, safe and sending a private army after Bond, Ma- Madeline and, and, uh, uh Mathilda. Uh, Bond fleeing from Spectre assistance, and then finally Bond and Naomi infiltrating uh, Safin's headquarters. Um, to you, kind of like what was what were some of your, or maybe just one memorable scene that you had in this one? Yeah, so I'll tell you what the the opening to this film was really solid. Like yes, honestly, I love that. Had, I love yeah, that. So, so you know, the, the opening, so the, the guy who directed this also directed it. Um, the, 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 the or he did the screenplay for it. So he definitely kind of knows how to bring that eerie feeling to the film, and the opening of the film felt really eerie, especially with the you know with the mask and the, the deformity of his face of uh of um you know like, uh, of Siphon's face, everything like that. It really kind of made this really eerie, and just to see kind of the tension of oh, 
he's not telling Madeline die and then saving her life was really yeah. I mean, just a great standout uh, as the beginning of the film. Um, the, the scene where Bond goes to visit um, the tomb um, of, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, 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 of, uh, uh, of his of his first girlfriend, I'm blanking on her name yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm blanking. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, that would probably be it, top one because that was a, yeah. just so pivotal. Uh, yeah. Eva Green is the one who plays the uh, the, the actress is the one who plays the, that character, or whatever. But either way, yeah, like go to visit her grave side and just to get obliterated. I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. And, and even that t- even that tension of like. Of Madeline, you know, or a Bond feeling betrayed by Madeline. It's like, oh, this, this is, again, this is like heartbreaking. Like, why is this going on? Um, yeah. You know, just him automatically. He, he just, he, he's a spy and he feels, and of course, he feels like whenever he can, when things go sideways, he knows that he can't trust anybody. And ultimately, he, he lost. You know, that, that's always in his back pocket. That's always in his back pocket. He like he knows yeah. like it's going to be very rare for me to just be able to consistently trust somebody. Exactly, exactly. So just just to lose that, to lose five years of life with her was just a death right. to him. And yeah. um, and, and let's see, I'll, I'll throw I'll throw I'll throw one more scene out there. Let's see, let's think about um, I, I think yeah, I think oh yeah, that definitely you, you mentioned that dinner party with the with the, the impromptu specter meeting was the same like um and just the way that it you know kind of brought into okay you know okay here we go here we go it's, it's another movie with uh with like like uh with, with uh biohazard materials that's going to kill a lot of people here we go all right let's take it off now and the way that it's just like oh like how in the world is uh christoph Waltz involved with this he's in prison like what's going on here <laughs> so but uh but yeah man it was definitely yeah like there's definitely scenes so that was like okay you know this is and of course and you have your, your, your scenes with bond like you know i see that the, the, the car chase scene where he gets out of the jam um every you know and of course you know the, which the, we all knew that was coming like we all knew he was oh, gonna get out of that totally. jam like everybody totally, in the field, yeah. everybody, everybody in theater knew that <laughs> yeah yeah there's no way that he gets himself captured right there so right. yeah but yeah it, it, it it'll definitely it definitely has all the moments you look for from james bond uh but but there's definitely those couple of scenes uh stand mm-hmm. out as like oh this is this is a tone setter it really kind of gets the story moving and, and also gives us some backstory too as well Absolutely. Um, and now listening to, to most memorable quotes on my hat, I miss you from Bond. Uh, you know what t- time it is, uh, time to die from Naomi. Uh, we all have our secrets. We just didn't get to yours yet from Bond, which I mean, that that quote right there, that lets you know, like, mm. he was done trusting anybody. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that would yeah. probably probably uh, be my pick. And also, uh, James, it's it's a good life. This one, the best from Felix. Uh, relax, I'm not going to lose control from Bond. And then finally, we both eradicate people to make the world a better place from Safin. Uh, to you, kind of like, what was your overall uh, most memorable quote? Um, yeah, I think that um, the the quote from Blofeld, uh, 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 Blofeld, where he's like, James, you gave everything up for her when her secret finds its way out, and it will. It'll be the death of you. Yeah, death of that one. Um, the, the new 007, I get why you shot him. And then Money Penny says, well, everyone tries at least once, because uh, <laughs> I see was really great. Um uh, cube, so you're not dead. Hello, Cube. I've missed you as well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know, and, and then I, I think I wrap it up right here with with, with this quote from uh, from Felix: um, "Harder to tell the good from the bad, 
the villains from the heroes these days. Yeah, that, that was a solid line from Felix. Uh, it just kind of and just kind of showed the the nature and gravity of uh, of kind of what they were facing. You know, it's like okay, they 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 got the Spectre. They they, yeah. they they were able to chop that head off. It's like well, then there was somebody else who wants to take out Spectre. So it's like now you're fighting the the enemies of the bad guys. So it's like it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it just, <laughs> just keeps on going. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just transitioning to what did you like um, the most about the storyline? Um, yeah. To me, just like like we've re- reiterated again and again, but just how it gave Bond deeper connections with the people in his life, you know, especially Madeline and his friendship with with Money Penny, which allowed him to be a more fully developed character. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of what element did you like the about the the, the, uh, the most about the storyline? Which one would you go with? And also, just I guess we have to mention it: Bond being a dad. Yeah, like, 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 like that is something yeah. that was the biggest twist. So I kind of have a two-part question for you: like the element you like the most about the storyline, and also uh, Bond's new roles at that. Yeah, man. It, it, again, this, especially what we said, this just it brings in a humanity to Bond that has been lacking the entire time this character has been around. You know, for for the for the you know fifty plus years of Bond, Chase Bond's been on the silver screen. You know, right. I think we've ever seen him in this manner. And, and, and I'll be you know, completely honest. I have, I've only watched, you know, Sean Connery and I've watched Pierce Bronson. Uh, and of course, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, the, the aforementioned Daniel Craig, I haven't really gotten to Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton. Um, it's on my list to do. Um, right. but you know, but yeah, but even like watching Sean Connery, you know, he, he just doesn't have any kind of human element to him that, 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 that really makes it feel, you know, like, Oh, he is a human. So the old Pierce Bronson, um, now, some about, people would still say when they think of Bond, they think of Sean Connery because that was totally. the most debonair. That that was the, the yeah. face of Bond. But I do feel as though yeah. with what Daniel Craig has done over the past years, he's definitely picked up just so much ground and steam on reshaping the Bond image. It, it, exactly, and, and, and that's it. It's just that you you know, and some people may not think about it as deeply as we are right now. But yeah. you know, but, but but that's why that's why that's why you're on full screen. We're, all yeah. of us are both nitpicky. <laughs> both nitpicky. That's right. That's right. That's right. So. Yeah, so, so, so I, I think that you know, it's just that you know, just bringing that human element to him, you know, and then and then bringing the aspect of him being a father, you know, just like you know, it it really shifted his perspective on life and shifted his perspective on how he saw things, and ultimately, you know, Bond sacrificed himself. Yeah, yes, you know, it was uh, in, in that moment, you know, from what we've seen from these last few Daniel Craig films, like you know, okay for for queen and for country, for the mission, everything like that. And then, and then at the end, it's like, no, this is actually for, for Madeline, for his little girl and, and laying down his life in order to protect them. And, and in turn, save the world as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and now transitioning to our last topic, 10 years from now, uh, I mean, not, not last topic, but, but before we get to our bonus topics, uh, 10 years from now, do yeah. you still think it'll be watchable and intriguing I definitely think this film will because, you know, it exceeded a lot of Bond movies with, with its action sequences. Yes. It was beautifully uh, choreographed, which will always be enjoyable to watch. And we were able, to me, we were still able to see a proper finalization of this particular Bond. And mm-hmm. that is another thing that people have are divided about, just how the film ended and them saying, like, why did they have to kill Bond off? I, I mean, I, I do feel like there's there's a proper finality to, to, to just different roles and different type of sequences. You know, we even seen Dark Knight Rises, Batman, it, it, we thought he was dead, but then at the end, you know, he shows up. Um, but to you, kind of like 10 years from now, what do you think will make this a watchable and intriguing film? Um, so, 
it's it's the iconic nature of who James Bond is. Um, right. no, no, no matter what. And, and of course, you know, I, I mean, I'm intrigued about who they would want to bring in this next go around with Bond and how they want to handle it. Yeah, that's um, gonna be very fascinating. Uh, for sure, for sure. Um, and and I think for me, you know, like it, it's just the intriguing nature of who James Bond is, and and how much you know we we want to kind of get lost in the world of of you know of a spy and espionage and what he's doing to to kind of save his country, to save the world. Uh, or, yeah. you know, if it turns out to be a female or how she wants to handle that or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever comes of it, it's going to be intriguing for us. Um, but it's just, it's all about, okay, just make sure you have the core elements in place that allow us to continue to watch these films. Because that's what, that's what keeps us going back and revisit them. Yeah. Even like some of the films that may not be as good, we revisit them because it's like, okay, you're telling the story here and, and you're allowed to kind of go on this ride with you. So allow us keep to, allow us to keep going. So it's the same way we're here with with no time to die. You know, if you if you're invested in the story, you finish the story. Like you, you keep going and you and you're gonna finish it out. And, and and that should be the same case here with this film. So ten years from now, I'll be watching it. I'll pop it in. However, we're watching however we're watching movies ten years from now, we'll be watching it there, and I'll be there. Definitely. And, and, and getting into a, a couple of bonus topics, you know, just just favorite Bond actors. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel as though we're both in, in, in unanimous agreement that that Craig's our, our, our top one. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I feel as though like like, like that is the, the, the Bond character that we see the most depth from and, and we see a lot of advancement. Um, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, like those were the, the other two that I would have in my top three. But in terms of just and in the rankings of the bonds that that you've seen, uh, how would your particular list look? Yeah, so I think that of course Daniel Craig definitely is top one for me. Um, I'm going right. Pierce Brosnan second because of because of oh, nostalgia, wow. because of nostalgia factor. That's why. Okay. Because um, you know playing playing the games when I was younger, you know staying over at a friend's house on a Friday night, Saturday night, playing James yeah. Bond. Watching the film, watching GoldenEye, watching The World Is Not Enough, you know. And, and That's I was, the Bond I grew up on, actually. Like, it, like, like when I grew up, that was the Bond I remember the most. Totally, exactly. I mean, he, he was James Bond for us, and um, so yeah, so so he'll always be a fixture. And then, and then as I've gotten into more Bond, like watching Sean Connery, it's like, oh, this is this is actually pretty. It's it's pretty good for the time period which it was which it lies in. And it allows you to, yes. you know, I, I, we've mentioned this on other podcasts as well. When it comes to these older films, it it does a good job of maximizing the potential of what is available for them in that moment. So definitely, yeah, you know, the, the technology is definitely gonna be a lot more simple, but they're still able to, to accomplish what they want to do. And and Sean Connery does that, you know, just the way that he's real, he's he's real sleek. You know, he's a you know he's just, he really kind of embodies that. You know, good-looking man in a suit vibe, and mm-hmm. and, and it goes about doing his business. So, um, yeah. So I, so I think for me, you know, Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan, and Sean Connery. Yeah, and, and, and that really is a solid list. Um, in, in terms of favorite, in our last topic, favorite Bond movie, I still can't get over Skyfall. Like yeah. Skyfall, that's the one that I think about the most, honestly. Like, yeah. you, you just got great performances from Craig and, and Judy Dench, along with just mm. Roger Deakins' immaculate cinematography. And this film, to me, just did the best of adding dimensions to Bond's usually simplified character. And it's the one that 
I go, if I really want to dive into Bond again, it's the one that I'll go back and watch the most. Um, but to you kind yeah. of like, what is your favorite uh, Bond movie ever? Yeah, man. So I, I it's so, cause, okay. Yeah, I was talking with somebody about this recently about, about these Bond films. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we were talking about Billie Eilish's new song for this film. And how like, when you first yes. listen to it, it's like, okay, I get it. Maybe I don't get it. But then when you see it with the film and with the credits and all the stuff, it, it fits. really fits. Yeah. I'm insane. telling you guys that, that song fits this. Yeah, it fits. And it's the same way with actually with all of these Daniel Craig films, um, you know, all of the songs they do for it. Adele. And, yeah. Adele, dude, Adele's mm-hmm. Skyfall is amazing. Sam Smith. Um, is amazing. Chris Inspector. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I believe he was Inspector. Yeah, yeah Inspector. Yeah, yeah, and um, so good. Yeah, uh, and then Chris Cornell, rest in peace, Chris Cornell, doing the song for mm-hmm. um, Casino Royale. It's just great songs that fit this. But Adele, dude, like when when Bond hits that water, Money Penny says, "Agent down," you know, repeat, "Agent down," and then all of a sudden, you know, this is the end. I'm like, oh snap, here we go. Maurice, cue yeah, that in. Yeah. Cue in five seconds of Adele singing. Right, that. Right, <laughs> it's, right. it's too good. It's too good. Yeah, like it, it, it just kind of sucks you. And, and and then you, you take off from there, bro. Um, and then, of course, and uh, and that's another thing. The music, the, the, like the, the music that they have in between, um, yeah. the beginning sequences is so important. <laughs> it, it's really it's really so important because it, it builds an ambiance. Like when I heard the Billie Eilish one, it fit No Time to Die. It's, right. it's, it's, it's Sam Smith, like just kill the spec for one. Like, like that's another part we got to talk about is the music. It adds a it adds a necessary element to it, and, yeah. and even with no no time to die, it was done well. Yeah, and 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 I'll tell you this, you know, right now I've listened to the listen to pretty much all the scores for Daniel Craig's films. Like Hans Zimmer crushed this, the score for this film. I mean, it, he, he 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 just doesn't miss. He does not miss whatever whenever he gets his hand to, uh, in composing a film, and 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 you felt it like like he. Yeah, similar to like the um, the track for the Dark Knight. Whenever he brings in the chorus and the orchestra behind Two Face, you know, interrogating Batman mm-hmm. and Gordon. Same thing here. Like, yeah, you know, there are moments of like, you know, when Bond finds out he's a father. When you know he, betray- you know, when he feels Madeline's betrayed him. You know, when he's, you know, basically at, at his wit's end, is about to die. He brings that score in, and it brings you into the film. And it makes you really invested. So, okay, yeah. it's so important. Exactly, exactly. So, and, and it's the same thing with with these songs that create, you know, the themes they create for these movies. So, you know, like when I hear "You Know My Name" by Chris Cornell, I immediately associate it with, you know, Casino Royale, and same mm-hmm. thing with Skyfall. Um, same thing with "Writing on the Wall" from Sam Smith. And, and of course, you know, I get rid of those you know, I, of course, Alicia Keys and Jack White have their song, but it's associated with Quantum Asada, so it's not as great. And that's all we'll say about that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of the things that you know, when whenever these things come together, it, it's it's all a part of what makes James Bond James Bond. The iconic theme song, the the stuff that you know, the songs written for the movie. Like I hope that's one thing they keep doing from here on out. Is find these artists to make these songs for these films. Please keep it up. Because Please keep it up. It brings in a whole new element to you enjoying the film. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I completely agree with that, man. That, that it really does make a difference. 
And it made a difference with Skyfall. Like it, it, you know, Adele is just a very powerful voice. And, and the way that she was so smooth with her power just really kind of, yeah. you know, made it, you know, interesting. And Adele, then, Adele doesn't miss. Uh, no, uh, Adele can't miss. No, no, it's she, not even possible. She, she, she <laughs> cannot miss, especially 2012. No. Unlike my co-host, Yvonne, who did not like her latest song, Easy On Me. We, we actually reviewed e- Easy On Me uh, in the first half of this podcast. <laughs> oh, and no. Savon killed it. He shredded his piece. I was like, Savon, like, What's going on there? <laughs> you, 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 you could, if there's one thing, if there's, if there's, there's a couple things you're certain of in this life, and that's Jesus and Savon with hot takes. It's always going to happen. Oof. So, spicy. <laughs> <Most> spicy. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, well, well Trenton, it's been an absolute pleasure, as always, um, just, just having you on it and, and you adding your insights. And thank you so much for being back on, man. Yeah, totally. Well, it's, it's always a pleasure, man. I look forward to whatever. Whatever our next film is, it should be good to go from there. Maybe Godfather Part Two. I see, I see it so many times. I'm like, man, I gotta, we gotta review that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps it up for tonight. Yeah, definitely. Well, that wraps it up for tonight. I'm your host, Winter Burns. This has been Full Scope. See you later. <laughs>